At the Global Irish Civic Forum in Dublin in May this year, one of the topics on the agenda was extending voting rights to the Irish diaspora. Uh, and uh, it was well represented in that uh, there are at least three senators participated in this session. Senator Billy Lawless, who is from Chicago and is a diaspora senator. Uh, Senator Mark Daly uh, from Fianna Fáil and Senator Trevor O'Clarty from uh, Sinn Féin. And I'm with Senator uh, Trevor O'Clarty here. Um, Senator, the debate or the session we just had on extending voting rights, first of all on the whole Global Irish Forum that we've had, the Civic Forum here, you've been at it for the last day and a half, your feedback. Well, I think it's a very, very good forum and I think um, it's wonderful to meet all the people from all the different organisations across the globe who are supporting our Irish communities wherever they are, uh, be it in Canada, the US, Singapore, wherever, uh, and uh, really testimony to the great work that's being done. Uh, I think a lot of people are saying to me they'd like to see an action plan coming out of a forum like this. Uh, they don't just want to talk each other, they actually want to see concrete results from that. Um, I think the debate today on presidential voting rights is important in that context. Uh, I think it's been a, a huge move forward by the government in, on their position because uh, Sinn Féin have obviously been campaigning for this type of uh, referendum and for a further extension of the franchise to Irish citizens abroad for a very, very long time in, in conjunction with a lot of the lobbying organisations like uh, VICA who have been doing the lobbying for, for so, so many years. Um, so yes, we do welcome uh, some concrete proposals that are being put forward, the options paper uh, and the fact that the Minister said that before the summer the government are going to come forward with their preferred option uh, so that we can get a clear pathway as to when the referendum will be, uh, what the option put to the people is going to be uh, and then we actually have to all work together to make sure that the referendum gets passed. Um, so we as an opposition are going to be keeping the Minister under pressure to make sure he delivers on every single one of those deadlines. But the good news would be, uh, Senator, that at least it's, I think I, there is really no opposition to this uh, in, in real context. If there is, it's very small. Well, I suppose if we look at it from a political perspective, in fairness, the, the people who have opposed it up to date have been Fine Gael, uh, and they have now come out as the government saying that they're in favour of it. So I welcome that, because I, 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 as, as recently as uh, three months ago, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael opposed the motion uh, that we put to the channel on voting rights in presidential elections. So that is a, it's a huge shift and it's a good move and we're right. delighted to see it. Right. So I think now what we do is we need to build on that political uh, agreement. Uh, we need to agree the strategy, we need to agree the wording, we need to agree the date uh, and the type of, of mechanism that's going to be put in place to, as to you know, people are going to have questions as to how is it going to happen, where will I go to vote, how do I register, what's the register going to look like, uh, is it a post and vote, is it going to be done through embassies, how is it going to work practically, uh, etc. So all of those questions need to, be, need to be teased out and we need to have the answers for that going to the people. So aside from what you mentioned at the beginning that the big question is, you know, it's great to have this connection and it's a talking shop, but where do we go from here? And then the voting rights, which is very much a practical topic. What would your other takeaway from being for the last day and a half? What would you say is the big issue in, with the diaspora? Well, what, what, what's been raised with us here on a regular basis and something I've been hearing are the barriers to uh, the people who want to come home or moving forward and backwards because people aren't necessarily uh, you know, coming home to stay or, or staying away either. They want to maybe come back for a few years or whatever, but the, there are very practical impediments to people coming home. Basic things like car insurance, right. recognition of no claims bonus, uh, 
um, habitual residency clauses, right. healthcare, uh, healthcare uh, education, access to education, recognition right. of qualifications, right. etc. Now they're all within the gift of government to actually do something about them, right. uh, and we will be pushing them to do that. There is well, an interdepartmental group working on it, but they need to work a bit. Well, the interesting one on that, of course, is that I know within the Canadian context, there's recognition of the Irish driving license in nine provinces, I think, at this yes. stage. Um, but one of the big issues from a career perspective is, and I think it's not just here, is this issue of credentialing, because the Irish who go to Canada encounter the same issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what I hear abroad is that this is really an issue between professional organisations and nearly protecting their own territory. Well, you have that, but I mean, it's the job of governments then to sit down together and to work with those organisations or yeah. to introduce legislation that recognise the recognises the qualifications that people would have uh, but it, it's great to know and, and it's been very progressive that uh, we have those agreements around the driving licenses with certain provinces in Canada mm-hmm. uh, but then when somebody actually comes home and they look for car insurance to put it on the car insurance yep. in many cases the multinational companies who work both in Canada or the US and Ireland yep. are fleecing people uh, I heard a report yesterday of a man who came home from Australia being asked to pay 6,000 euros right. for car insurance and he's a full no claims bonus and never had an accident in his life uh, and he's in his late 70s so the companies are fleecing the people coming yeah, home yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. government needs to act needs to, needs to bring them to bear to make it possible for people to come home because that's a very practical barrier it is to somebody who wants to come home and yeah. it's an awful lot of money to have to dish out when you have a lot of other expenses now one of the other things and I'm going to go back to the vote on um, uh, the extension of voting rights because one of the messages that came across there was that we the diaspora actually have the ability to influence even that vote because we're the ones that need to communicate with our relatives back here that they should when that hits the ballot paper they should be going in and voting yes that's absolutely crucial and uh, I you know we in Spain have always been conscious of that because of and that's why we spend so much time visiting our uh, support abroad uh, in Canada in the US in the UK wherever they are uh, we do it on a regular basis we have been done for years because we see how for example the Canadian politicians and uh, the Irish community in Canada supported the during the times of troubles mm-hmm. they supported during the peace process they helped to lobby they helped to convince uh, politicians across the globe and in, uh, domestically uh, around the peace process etc so on this referendum it's absolutely crucial uh, you do have a stake as Minister McHugh said in fairness he said uh, the Irish broad recognise the role that the President plays when he visits areas mm-hmm. uh, you all have relatives here in Ireland you do need to ring them you do need to call them say that it is important to you uh, and make sure that all all eligible voters are convinced that this referendum needs to be passed so that people are given that franchise. Well Trevor Owen, thank you for taking the time. I know you have a tight schedule yeah. and I really appreciate it and it's been good seeing you here. It's fantastic Austin. I just want to say hello to all of our contacts over there in Canada. Hopefully we'll see them again soon and wishing them all the best. Hello.